0: Hey friends, and welcome to the first episode of The Maid Podcast. I'm so excited to have y'all here with me. This journey has been a long time coming, but before we get diving into the first episode, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Audrey Meadows, and I'm married with my husband, Wilson. We live in Florence, Alabama, where we have two kids. Our daughters. and her name's Emmett, and then we have a son that's about to be two, and his name is John Wilson. So to just kind of tell you a little bit about this podcast journey, I feel like the Lord and I had this dialogue in the shower in April of last year, so it's now February of the following year, and it definitely took me a while to get to the point that um, I felt ready to go on this journey. But I just want y'all to know that God just meets you where you're at. So if you're here today and you have a relationship with the Lord or you don't have a relationship with the Lord and you're just kind of in that season of questioning, wherever you are, you are absolutely welcome. The goal of this is just to kind of increase your faith and stir your hope. You know, um, the first episode that we're going to dive into is all about hearing from God. And I just want to tell you that I empathize with you if you don't hear from God. I had a diary when I was younger and, you know, I wrote in my diary that I became a Christian when I was nine years old. And I also wrote that it was the worst day of my life. So there's that. But for years and years, I mean, truly like 10 years, I did not hear anything from God and really started seeking out God when I was around 25 years old and feel like these giftings and these blessings of the things they talk about in the New Testament, um, prophecy, hearing from the Lord, miracles, all those things. I just kind of have been growing over those gifts these last few years, and I'm just kind of here to share my story. You know, it's not perfect. I'm not perfect, but what the Lord has kind of told me is, you know, I'm not asking perfer- for perfection. Hmm, good time to mess that up. I'm not asking for perfection. I'm just asking for you to be real. So, this podcast is just going to be time for women to come together. Let's be real with each other. Let's equip each other. Let's sharpen each other, motivate each other. But, Ultimately, this is all about God, and I just want on this journey for you to just be able to take one step. So as we dive into this first episode, just prepare your heart, open your ears, open your mind to be receptive of, hey, God is speaking, and I want to hear from him. So let's just dive in right now. Welcome to making all daughters equipped, or as I like to call it, made a podcast where real women tell their stories about how they have been equipped by the King of Kings. We each have a story to tell. And through these stories, the Lord has been guiding and creating purpose in these moments. Now we're ready to boldly tell our stories and equip you, daughters of God. I'm your host, Audrey Meadows and I'm here to facilitate God's calling on your life to be fully made equipped in His image. Right. So if you listen to the teaser, I talked about how half of the time I wanted to just share a story and then the other half of the time I kind of wanted to dive into how do we get to that point or maybe what are the next steps for me, that sort of thing. But this first episode is going to be a little bit different because there's nobody for me to have a dialogue with, first of all. And secondly, I feel like we just need to lay the foundation that our God is a speaking God. You know, it says in the Bible multiple times. I looked up scripture to prepare. Um, It says in Matthew and Revelation that he who has ears, let him hear. And before we really go any deeper, let's just open our hearts to receive that word, that he who has an ear, let him hear. So yes, because I mean... If God doesn't speak to us today, then how could we have a personal relationship with Him? A relationship takes two parts. And I think for a majority of my Christian walk, before I kind of came into this real relationship with the Lord... It was super one-sided. You know, I was praying a lot and I was quote unquote doing the right things, but I would definitely not describe my walk with God as a relationship and there being two parts to it. So, you know, to dive into that, we have four different voices that we're going to be hearing from. We have our own voice. We have the voice that kind of goes on in our head, our inner monologue, which I don't know if y'all saw, you know, I feel like it went viral not too long ago of what different people's inner monologues look like. And I think that's super interesting itself. Mine is definitely a talking voice, shocker, but we also have the voice of others. You know, people are talking to us. They influence us. It can be good. It can be negative. Um, and then we have God's voice and you know, that's what we're talking about today is how do we hone into that voice of the Lord? But also there's the devil's voice. He is just as much speaking to us as the Lord is. I grew up in a Christian home where we talked about God a lot, but the devil wasn't really acknowledged that much. And I actually did a Instagram poll ahead of about 500 people participate. Some questions, more people participated in than others. But the question that I asked was, do you believe that the Lord speaks to us? And 96% of people believe that God is speaking. And I thought that was really cool. Like, wow, majority of people do believe that God is a speaking God. So I feel like the first point of just acknowledging that he's speaking. That's pretty easy for us to grasp onto. The next question was, um, do you personally hear him speak? And I feel like that was how just gut punched to the stomach because only 46% of people said that they personally hear the Lord speak. And that... I mean, I empathize with that because that was me for years and years and years. Um, Just a little interesting thing. 65% of the people that participated believe that the devil speaks to us. So... I thought that was interesting because if we do believe in God, the father, you know, the Bible talks about multiple times how there's an enemy out there and that his role is to still kill, and destroy. And so I'm like, isn't that so sneaky of the devil to take like this huge chunk that's about 30% right there and just wipe them out saying that they don't even believe that he's speaking. And, you know, that's what he wants. He doesn't want us to acknowledge him. He just wants to come in. Um, all stealthily and sneaky and us not notice him, but he is speaking to us. And 76% of the people said that they had been tempted or bought into lies and were discouraged from the devil. So 76% said that they could hear from the devil. 48% said that they heard the Lord speak. Like, whoa, so more people right now are able to buy into the fact that the devil is speaking to them than the Lord is speaking to them. So let's just kind of dive into what that looks like. Um, So for me, the main verse that I'm clinging to on this episode one is John 3 through five. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice, but they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize his voice. And I just love that. But how do we get to that point? How do we get to the point that when the Lord is calling us and he is our shepherd, that we can go after him and follow him? But when the stranger speaking that we do the opposite and we we turn away because we don't recognize him. <laughs> you know, my pastor, um, he gives this analogy of, of a phone call and I love it. So your phone rings, you answer it and all you have to hear is the word hello to know it's your spouse. Like I don't need Wilson to say any other words. All he has to say is, hey, and I know exactly who it is because I'm familiar with him. I'm in a relationship with him. I talk to him daily. So he only has to say one word and I know exactly who he is. Now, on the other hand, If a complete stranger calls and they say hello, they have to continue talking and explain themselves. And, you know, I don't know the stranger's voice and that's what I want. That's what I want for you. That's what I want. You know, I feel like I've kind of received that, but I'm still growing in it, obviously. Um, Some days I can tune in. I described it one time as a radio dial. You know, sometimes I tune in and it's kind of staticky and it takes me a while to get to the right channel where it's clear, but there's always, there's always a radio wave going on. It's just me not being able to tune in. So I really want to help equip y'all to figure out, okay, so we're, you know, five minutes into this podcast. I'm going to go ahead and say that I do believe the Lord is speaking. How do I get his voice to be familiar that way when he speaks i can listen and when the devil speaks it's like that stranger's voice and i can just hang up on that sucker um yeah so my hearing of the lord's voice it started like most christians I think that God speaks in so many different ways. I kind of got tripped up on the whole Instagram poll because I was worried that when I say, can you hear from God? I was nervous that people were thinking that they needed an audible like, hearing, but God speaks in a ton of different ways. For me, before um, I did have this ability to kind of tune into the Holy Spirit more, I often heard God through people. You know, I heard him through sermons, through our preacher, through other podcasts. And this pattern is shown all throughout the Bible that God brings wise and godly counsel to people into the lives of others and he speaks through them. That is awesome. That is one way we can hear from God. Another way is that God can speak through Wise counsel, and this is also shown all throughout Proverbs. When we seek godly counsel, we can hear the voice of God. Um, the counsel always complements Scripture. For me, I have always, um, I've been really, really close to my dad for years, but even more so in my adult life. And he has been wise counsel for me. He, um, he's a godly mentor, and oftentimes I would ask him, you know, what do you think about this and I mean, I can't tell you how many times I went to my dad before I went to my heavenly father, but there's growth and it's still something I struggle with. But that is another way that I have heard from the Lord before I really heard from the Lord. You know what I mean? Um, Another way God can speak to the Bible and in the Bible, it talks about how. The word of God is living and active. And I don't know if you've experienced this before, but you know, you sit down and you maybe read some scriptures and you read a whole passage, but there's just one verse that kind of resounds with you that day. That is called Rama word. And that is just when the word becomes alive and active and it speaks to you. Scripture is always the voice of God in the general sense that God is inspiring the words of scripture. So God can speak specifically to us through the Bible by drawing a to a particular passage for our attention um, because it's alive and active. So I had experienced that before, but scripture reading is kind of hard for me. Um, I've grown now, but that is one way that the Lord definitely speaks. And the last one that I felt like I heard from God before we're gonna dive into the testimony is that he can speak through circumstances. So how many of y'all have like prayed for something and then that door literally is slammed shut? Yeah, that's going to be the Lord answering a prayer through circumstances and the Lord speaking through circumstances. Um, I've told my friends a lot with this whole podcast, I felt like Jonah. I'm not kidding when I say almost daily, somebody would bring up the story of Jonah for a while and it was just like, okay, I hear it. But you know, Jonah, God spoke to Jonah through circumstances. He was swallowed by a great fish. Um, but I just want to point out really quick that before he was swallowed by fish, God actually verbally spoke to him. So I think that part of the story is really cool. And people don't really talk about that. Yeah. God spoke to Jonah first with his voice and then Jonah didn't heed God's voice. He fled and that's when God spoke instead by circumstances. So yeah, part of the issue with my hearing of God's voice was that majority of it was relying on others to tell me about God instead of me personally knowing him. And if you have gotten all of your knowledge from God, from others, then that might be an indication that you're not in a relationship with him because knowledge of God isn't relationship with God. So up until this point, you're probably pretty much on board. You're like, yeah, I get this. It means that we have to have a relationship with God in order to hear from him. And I have a relationship with God. So everything you've said so far, I've done cool, but I don't still have these radical moments where I hear from the Lord. So I'm just going to tell you my story. You know, it's my story. If you don't want to buy in and believe it, that's fine because it's for me to tell, but it is for somebody out there. So what this looked like for me was I kind of told you my past and that I bought into it. But when I heard people talking about hearing from God, maybe it was at church or it was for someone that I felt like was way more religious than me, um, I kind of viewed it as a scale, like eight or higher, well, those people are the ones that hear from the Lord in more radical ways. Those are the ones that have visions or dreams or audibly hear God or just like know stuff. But I'm like a solid five or six Christian, so that's just not for me. But I just want to speak to that really quick and say that that is a lie from the pit of hell. And that is what the devil wants you to believe. He wants to enable that fear. He wants to make it weird. Like if the devil knows that one of the most powerful parts of Christianity is is the power of the holy spirit then obviously he wants to make it as detestable as possible so I honestly started moving forward with this because I met somebody and was in relationship with somebody who had the gift of prophecy. They would, um, just have this, the way she described it was she just had this knowledge in her mind that she knew that she didn't have knowledge about. And so she was like, it must be from God. And anytime this knowledge was dropped, she felt like it was her calling to go tell, you know, whatever that story was. And it started off small from her for her and it grew And I was just motivated because she prophesied a word over me and it came true. And y'all, once you've been, it's like you don't believe it until it happens to you. And then it happens to you and you're like, all right, let's do this. I want it. And so essentially, this veil that the devil had over my eyes of it being, you know, weird or detestable was taken off. And it was all of a sudden like, beautiful and attractive and I wanted it. And so I found this podcast and it talked about four different ways um, that you could hear the Holy Spirit speak to you. And one of them was a knower. And I absolutely am a knower. It is just like that lady described how all of a sudden, you know, you're just sitting there in your own thoughts or a majority of the time it, for me, it does happen when I'm spending time with the Lord. I think when I'm seeking out God, um, he speaks to me more clearly, you know, to hear God's voice, we kind of have to turn down the world's volume in Hebrews 12, one through two, it says, put our focus on God. And so, yeah, when I'm spending time just focusing on him, all of a sudden I just like have this blip of knowledge in my mind and my testimony is actually going to gear towards that. But before I tell you the story, I want to tell you about three other ones that this podcast talked about that might be your gifting. And the second one is a seer, a seer is somebody who, yes, has visions and has dreams And number three was a hearer. Now, I have definitely heard the Lord's voice audibly a small handful of times. And I'm talking about like when you hear in the Bible, the still small voice, like all of a sudden there's this whisper. And that is one way that God speaks is actually audibly. If God can create the universe, then he can speak. So, the fourth one is a sensor. And this is one of my favorites. I think that people that have this gift are so neat. One of my best friends has this when she just walks in the room. And she can just sense things. She might be able to sense that somebody has anxiety or that they're distressed, or she might be able to walk into church and that she just can sense the Holy Spirit. Now, I think a lot of us have that, even if we haven't fully bought into these giftings, we do maybe experience moments where we have the peace of the Lord, you know, just that sensing of the Holy Spirit. Um, So yeah, to go back to my story, my testimony, I started growing in these giftings. One of the things that talked about doing in this podcast was to walk to the peanut butter aisle. This is how she did it. She walked to the peanut butter aisle and she just said, Holy Spirit, tell me which peanut butter I should get. And I love that. I was like, yes, that is where I can start. I can ask for that. And so I just started incorporating God in these little moments in my life and things started getting bigger and bigger. And I could tell a lot of tiny stories to lead up to this big moment for me. But I really think that God meets you exactly where you are. He's not going to all of a sudden give you this word of knowledge about like the next apocalypse. He is going to start off really small and it might be like one day you're sitting there and a friend's name kind of just pops in your head and you're like, wow, I haven't talked to her in two years. Would it be weird if I texted her? I don't think you always have to make it so like... Jesus freak. You know, you can just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Is there anything I've been praying for you? I think sometimes we might have experienced these bad, um, just these bad moments where things got too churchy and hey, the Lord told me that I need to sit here and pray for you. And God told me that there's something you've been living in sin. But you know, God's voice is loving. So at the root of all of this should be love. But yeah, start asking God, you know, bring people to my mind, bring experiences to my mind. And you can start small with text messages. One way this all started for me was I felt like the Lord had called me to pray over anybody that asked for prayer. And this is going to sound crazy, but I really could not think of almost any time, and I went to a Christian school, so this is actually the really crazy part, that somebody just prayed over me. My mom got cancer um, a few years ago, and it became like, my biggest pet peeve when people would say that they were praying for me because it felt really disgenuine. It just felt like the Southern phrase of, yep, we'll be praying for you. And I did not like that. And so one way that I started moving forward and just hearing from the Lord was if somebody said, yeah, would you mind praying for me? I just stopped either in that moment, prayed for them, sent them a text message later if the timing wasn't right and just sent like a quick little prayer. But I think God starts honoring those moments of like, yes, like we are being the hands and feet of God. So that's how it started. This is how it progressed. So one day I was waiting for my babysitter to come and I was, I just got out of the shower, which I'm going to talk about a lot. It's where God shows up for me, but was getting out of the shower and was leaning over literally to pick up a sock. And all of a sudden in my mind, there was just this idea that my friend Holly was going to have a baby. And to tell Holly's backstory, um, they had struggled with fertility for years and had actually even been through IVF and it had failed. And um, we're not really close. I mean, she's definitely a friend. Uh, if I see her, I hug her every time I see her and I just adore her. But she's never been in some somebody that I had an intimate relationship with. Um, I feel like I had really been placed in her life to encourage her on this fertility journey. If you kind of know about me and my background in art, Uh, The Lord has just placed this mantle of motherhood on me that I feel like I have way, probably too much empathy for mothers. Um, And so to be a mother and waiting to me would be absolutely the hardest role of motherhood. So um, just really felt led to call, to encourage her. One day was leaning down, picking up the sock and all of a sudden the Lord said, Holly's going to be pregnant. And so I'm like... The little snap up as if I'm Elle Woods, like, what? And I knew it was God because why would I have that thought? And the next thought in my mind was, and I want all the glory. So I was like, all right, God, like, Holly's gonna get pregnant and you want all the glory. And I knew I was supposed to tell her, but. I did not like that idea. So I decided I wasn't going to tell her because nope, 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 nope. I'm not going to get caught up because fertility is such a sense of subject. Like no to Lord, this is not my role. You, you pushed it too far. I'm not down. And my babysitter showed up and my babysitter is an angel from the Lord. Her name's Mallory Adcock. And if anybody's listening to this and knows her, like, tears could come to my eyes. She's precious. She got there. And I was just like, listen, Mallory, I need to tell somebody like I had just had the most crazy thing. I know it was the Lord. And he just told me that this girl that I know is going to be with child and that he wants all the glory. And, but I don't think I'm going to tell her. (laughs) And she said, I have a question for you. Let me like preface that. She's like 20 years old, but she was like, I have a question for you. If she had cancer and she was dying of cancer and the Lord told you that she was going to be healed, would you tell her? And I was like, well, yeah, I would tell her. Like, yes, absolutely. I would tell her. And she was like, this is no different. Just because the road is infertility doesn't mean that she still doesn't, isn't going to receive the same healing. You are withholding knowledge that the Lord has given you. He's trusted you with. And if you withhold this from her, like you are taking away a blessing that she's meant to receive. And I really didn't like that. (laughs) I was like, she's young. She doesn't know she's 20. She has no friends there. Walked through infertility. Like, nope, nope, nope. Don't like that word. It's not from the Lord. And so, um, Mallory and I spent some time talking, which then put me late to go to my appointment. And I had been dreaming of chicken salad chick. So I, my husband and I met in Auburn. We used to go to chicken salad chick all the time. And it had opened in Florence just a few months prior. And so my taste buds were like, yes, chicken salad chick, today is your day. And I got in the car and was late. And so I was like, I was going to fly in and get it. And I got to the drive-thru and the line was out the window, like, I mean, out the parking lot, everybody was there. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to run in and grab one of those little platters. And my anxiety is like nine out of 10 at this point. So I walk in and the line is like kind of long, but not too bad. So I'm like, okay, this is good. And I'm waiting in line and it is not moving. Like it is not moving forward at all. And I'm like, Anxiety has officially hit 10 out of 10. I don't get any lunch now because I wasted time sitting in line and it's too late. And now I don't get chicken salad chick. So I turn to leave this restaurant and I'm walking down this long little hallway and all of a sudden Holly walks in completely alone in the door. Now, Holly's a school teacher. So this is like one o'clock on a Monday or a Tuesday. So she's not supposed to be walking in the door and I mean, I wish I could see my face when she walked in the door. I'm like gleaming like, Lord, you are so good. You absolutely knew that I was standing here and feel fear and defiance, not going to do this. And so what did you do? You literally brought her to me. And it was one of those weird days where they had let school out early because of a tornado warning. But how many of y'all know there were no tornadoes that day? It was an absolutely beautiful day. The sun was out. It was incredible. And I told, Holly, like she walks up and I'm like, Holly, this whole weather thing was all like a hoax from God because he wanted you to walk into the door right now. Like he put the desire for me to have chicken salad chick on my mind. He aligned the stars like, and I have a word for you. And that word is that you're going to have a baby. And I'm just like, about to lose my mind. And Holly's just kind of like, okay, like that. Thank you for that. That like, I received that. And so I'm like, I leave and I'm just like, okay, okay, well, I did my part. I mean, I can't deny that this was not the Lord because he literally basically had a fake tornado so that to get her here. And so I was okay with it and move forward and nothing happened there was never any baby announcement. I knew she, um, her and her husband were still trying and never heard anything and time had passed. And, you know, I kind of started getting discouraged. Like, what does this mean? And I hadn't talked to my babysitter for a while. She moved away for the summer. COVID happened, you know, weird times. And one day she randomly messages me and is like, Hey, I want to catch up. Let's catch up on the phone. So we hop on the phone together and I'm talking to my sweet little Mallory and, She's like, yeah, I got an internship this summer. It was supposed to be with this girl, but they ended up switching it. And I'm really excited because this teacher friend of mine, um, she couldn't take me on, but I'm with this other girl and I'm super pumped because she's actually pregnant and in like she's supposed to have her baby around March. And so I'm kind of hoping that whenever she leaves for this, that maybe I could have her class for two months, you know, and just see how it goes being a teacher and i'm like sitting there chatting with her and it kind of takes me a second we're talking i'm like wait mallory where are you a teacher at and she was like forest hills and i just knew in that moment y'all and i like start grinning from ear to ear and i'm like mallory who are you being the assistant teacher to and her response is holly norton why do you know her Y'all, my brain just exploded. Holly had told her early on her pregnancy that she was with child. And it was just the coolest moment for me that it came full circle, not even like from an Instagram post that I saw the announcement. It, It came from the babysitter that encouraged me to go tell her. And so, yeah, that is just like this mind blowing story for me of how God uses all these tiny moments and he orchestrates them all. For his glory. Like how many of y'all know that he's getting the glory right now? So yes, Holly's pregnant. She's having a son. He's due in March. And it's the coolest thing. But I just want to encourage y'all really quick on, okay, so we got the beginning. We need a relationship with God. We're buying in. He's a speaking God. How do I get to the point that somebody's like prophecy is dropped on me and I get to hear about a friend who's going to be with child? So This is my favorite part of the whole podcast. Like this is the reason I want to be here. It is to equip you and they might not be the greatest next steps and they might not work for you, but I've shared these with friends and I do feel like they're a great place to start in this journey of actively hearing from God. The first thing is if you don't make time for God, there is no time for God. So you just have to make time for him. If you want to be able to pick up the phone and hear the voice that says hello and know it's the Lord's, you have to know God. You have to ha- know what His voice sounds like. You have to know what is His character like. I suggest doing the five-five-five method. That you wake up every morning, you do five minutes of worship, five minutes of scripture reading, and five minutes of prayer. It's an easy place to start. And honestly, like, God doesn't need an hour of your time to speak to you. He can speak to you in a second. How many of y'all know that one second in the presence of the Lord can impact you more than almost anything else can? So do that, five, five, five. The next thing is to slow down, like, straight up. Just absolutely slow down. The verse in the Bible that always stands out to me or the story is the one about Mary and Martha and how Mary sat herself at the Lord's feet and was listening to his teaching. But Martha, who was overly occupied and too busy, was distracted with much serving. Like as women, especially in the role of mothers and we're just in the season where we are serving so much that it's all good things. But if we're serving our children and our husband and our jobs and careers more than we're serving the Lord, then we're going to miss it. We have to just spe- sit down, slow down, be intentional. And to go back to the thing in the beginning about quieting the other voices we have to really work on not hearing the competing voices. You know, we don't want to hear from others more than we hear from God. I don't want to hear from myself more than I hear from God. I definitely don't want to hear from the devil more than I hear, I'm sorry, more than I hear from God. The fact is we're not going to hear God's voice if we don't slow down And if we don't first spend time with him and get rid of those competing voices, since we are surrounded by so many examples of faith, we must get rid of everything that slows us down, especially sin that distracts us. We must face the race that lies ahead of us. So we never give up and we must focus on Jesus. So we're not going to hear him if we don't have our focus on him. The next part is my favorite part is to prepare your heart. (laughs) Y'all, there's nothing that can prepare you for staying in a room and hearing from God, honestly. But I just want to open up your eyes, take a few blinders off and say that God does speak in the supernatural. I literally Google like ways God has spoken before. And God spoke to Gideon through a fleece. He spoke to Saul on the Damascus road through a bright light. He spoke to Balaam through a donkey. How many of y'all have read the story about the talking Donkey? Because... Is that where Shrek originated? I don't know, but it's definitely in the Bible. He spoke to Moses through a bush. And most Christians, I quoted this earlier on my Instagram, A.W. Tozer said, most Christians don't hear God's voice because we've already decided we aren't going to do what it says. Like, whoa. So if our heart is not ready, if we don't have that prime soil, we're gonna be like the seeds that it talks about in the Bible that it's thrown on the hard ground. If our hearts are hardened to hearing from God and we put this limit on him, you know, we just need to take those limitations off of what God can do, what he can do and what he can do through us. And, you know, when we're starting out on this journey, Like I said at the beginning, I don't think he's going to go zero to 100. And so don't belittle what God gives you. God might lead you to an assignment, honestly, through your limitations. But just take one step at a time. If all you can do is go to the peanut butter aisle and ask God for a nudge on what peanut butter you can get then that's a great place to start. You know, you're not expected to part the seas. We're just expected to tune in and try to hear from him and to just cultivate his presence. Before I even got on this podcast today, I just spent time in his presence, worshiping him, they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. As we cultivate his presence, we are able to hear the sound of God that he is walking in the garden and how I do that through worship. I love some worship y'all. So those are the tangible things I wrote down that helped me. But the biggest one I want to walk you through right now is how do you prepare your heart? And I'm just going to close us out with a quick prayer. Um, and I'm so excited about walking deeper depths. You know, this is just the first episode. So I'm just trying to to get our toes in, to open up our hearts, open up our mind, and buy into the first step of of what's changed my life. And that is hearing from God. So wherever you are, just pray with me in agreement. <laughs> Father, just bind the evil spirits that are blinding our minds and the people around me, Lord. I pray that you will open up our eyes, our heart, and our soul that we will be the prepared soul that we just talked about, that when you throw your seeds on us, that they will just naturally take root and that the thing that will grow is our communion with you and our ability to hear from you, Lord. I pray right now for my friends that maybe they've never bought into the reality that God is a speaking God. I pray that you will move in only the way that you can, that you will do supernatural things, that when they pray to you and ask these things, Lord, that you will just show them that you can also hear them just as well as as we can hear from you, God. I pray that this podcast will just seep into each person's heart and that the story about Holly will just motivate them and build their faith, God. I pray that you will build up this amplification of hope inside of us that just because this happened to me, it's not because I'm on the scale of eight or higher, Lord, that all the gifts that you have for your children are good and they are for each one of us, that you are not a father that shows favoritism or withholds things from a child, Lord, you say that if we knock, you will answer. And today we're knocking and asking that we hear you throughout our lives, God, throughout our days. We devote our mornings to you, the tangible next steps that we went over about equipping these taughters to come into your favor of hearing your voice, Lord. I pray that you will just be the way maker, that you will make paths so that way we can stop and slow down and cultivate your presence and read your word, prepare our hearts, Lord, that we will be able to just... Put all competing voices down. And I just want to speak to that really quick and just say that we do not bow to anything the devil tells us, that we're not going to believe his lies over yours, Lord. The 76% that bought into hearing the devil over the 48% that hear from you, Lord, we just declare that those are going to be inverse, Lord, that more people are going to hear from you than they ever hear from the devil, God. We just speak against busyness and any other things that might have taken over a heart instead of a right relationship with you, God. Thank you so much. For this podcast, and I thank you for just being here on the first episode with us, Lord. We are so expectant about where this journey is going to go, and we just praise your name in Christ. I pray, Amen.